Welcome back to episode 121 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another game week preview, going over waiver options, hidden gems and general Premier League chat ahead of game week 34. Now game week 33 is still running as I'm recording this on Thursday the 27th of April, so I've still got to suffer Spurs again before the game week is over. Apologies for not getting a preview pod out ahead of game week 33. I have to admit it snuck up on me and it shows with my own draft team currently languishing on 11 points so far. So we're down to the final five game weeks, still plenty of fixtures to come packed into that. And now is really the time to be big and bold with our waiver moves as we chase down positions over the coming weeks. Now, as I said, I'm recording this episode on Thursday the 27th of April, 20 team news, injury developments, all press conference info are up to date as of then, and of course subject to change, and obviously have to bear in mind there still are a handful of fixtures to play tonight which could impact that. Some of the players I'll be discussing in this episode include Colwill, Diogo Jota, Lindelof and Curtis Jones, so let's get into it. So, a quick look at waiver watch. The main ins last week were Enkisio, Johnston, Murphy, Joel Linton and Webster. So, some pretty good moves there. The players generally making way were Carlos Vinicius, Bobby Firmino, Ferguson, Pedro Porro and Saliba. So, yeah, generally looks like people were making some good moves across the waiver world last week. Now, if you're scanning the waiver pile and looking at how your team's going to line up this week, it won't have escaped your notice that it is another double game week. It's a double for six teams. Manchester City, Liverpool, United, Brighton, West Ham and Fulham. So plenty to get our teeth into there. The pick of the bunch in Man City, they play Fulham away and West Ham at home. Could be some big points on board there. Uh, And Liverpool have two home games against struggling Spurs and Fulham. So again, could be some big points available there. Elsewhere, uh, United have Villa at home, Brighton away. Um, Brighton have Wolves at home, United at home. West Ham have two away games at Palace and City. And Fulham have City at home, Liverpool away for not the most attractive looking double on paper. Some notable single game weeks, uh, single game week teams this week. Newcastle at home to Southampton, Brentford at home to Forest. Leicester at home to Everton and Bournemouth at home to Leeds. So into the main picks, I'm going to briefly mention uh, Steele for Brighton. If Steele is available in your waivers, then he is a steal, pure and simple, and an excellent option for this upcoming double game week and another double game week that Brighton have in game week 37. Sticking with the Seagulls is Colwell. Ownership is hidden gem level in um, sort of even 11-12 team leagues. Uh, where he's available in more than 90%, but I've bumped him up to the main section because of how good an option he is. Obviously, I just said they've got a double game week against Wolves and United, um, both at home. Brighton are falling off a little bit as the season winds down, but they're still good enough um, to get one or two good results this week. Uh, A combined clean sheet potential of 71% is as good a potential you'll find in the waiver pile at any point of the season, and if he's there, I'd grab him. Next to West Ham, another one of the doublers with less attractive fixtures, Palace away, City away. I've highlighted Paqueta and I've also added Declan Rice into this chat too. The good thing about punting on a midfielder here is that no matter how much Man City stuff them, 
they can't rack up too many minus points. The best scenario here is a goal return versus Palace and a two-pointer against City. Paqueta has scored in the last two games and looks pretty confident and looks to be playing as well as he has done for West Ham since joining. Rice is the more steady pick and more likely to be available. Obviously much less exciting but does pop up with the odd goal and assist himself. Back to Brighton and uh, I'm going to mention Enkizio. Ownership has soared over the last couple of weeks. He's out of hidden gem territory now. Very unlucky not to score against Forrest in midweek and it took one of the saves of the season from Kayla Navas to keep him out. What is making him even more intriguing now is that he was playing as the number nine with uh, Buonanotti in the 10, who did get on the score sheet and I'll mention later. Um, so we've now seen him play in two positions, which will just help his chances of getting minutes. As I'll mention later, when I'm talking about Buonanotti, there are some players coming back into the fold, which will have a big impact on his minutes. But across the double game week, I'm reasonably certain he'll make two appearances at the very least. Now into wishlist territory now with Diogo Jota. Really impressive displays in the last month. Was unlucky not to get on the score sheet against West Ham. But even without that, he's got five attacking returns in the last three games. Generally, Jota is going to be trade potential only. Uh, and you may find it difficult to prize him away from his current owner with the double looming. But he's probably one of the most, if not the most attractive prospects uh, in the game right now. Especially in that Liverpool team. And there aren't many players I wouldn't consider trading for him at the moment. So it could be the time to make a bold offer. And then another big name striker option to mention is Mikel Antonio. I was and really still am a staunch believer in Ings as West Ham saviour this season. But Antonio has now started the last five games in a row now. In which time West Ham have managed a draw and two crucial away wins versus Fulham and Bournemouth. He's only got a goal and an assist in that period with Ings just making quiet cameos off the bench. Ownership is pretty high in engaged leagues but could be a time to think about binning off things as Moyes looks quite set on this 11 now to get them through to the end and if Antonio was available he'll be a very nice one to own this week even with that fixture against Man City in the mix. Into hidden gems uh, one to briefly mention is Vutfas for Leicester if you want a Leicester defender um, they've got decent clean sheet potential 36% at home to Everton this week uh, and he's a sure starter Looking ahead at some of the better fixtures and Man United, Lindelof is the one I'm going to mention here. Ownership only gets above 10% once you're in league sizes, pretty much 12 and above. It's more or less confirmed that it will be Lindelof and Maguire now until the end of the season. Um, they have switched left and right to what we're used to seeing um, for a bit of a change of scenery. Glance at the double game week this week and it looks good. Aston Villa at home, Brighton away. Um, but it could spell trouble really when you actually drill into how well informed those two teams are. Um, combined clean sheet percentage of 67% means that um, you probably take any of United defence if they're there. And we still have their game against Spurs on Thursday evening to give us some more info on the fitness of the fullbacks and midfield options. Wambisaka is one I've got an eye on. He's another one in hidden gem potential. Um, but we'll just put in the category of wait and see for now to see how they line up tonight. Sticking with United, Casemiro, only 5% ownership in 18 leagues. I'd consider having him in for the double. He's always a threat from set pieces. And if he's fit, you know he'll start both games. Similar mould to getting Rodri, who I was staggered to see, has ownership of nearly 80% in most average size leagues. Um, and the kind of players that you're looking for between four and six points at a minimum. Sticking with the theme is Curtis Jones for Liverpool. Um, very similar mould. Has started the last five for Liverpool now. Not expecting him to light it up. Could be quite a boring pick. 
but better than someone who's only playing the one game who's going to get one or two points. And finally, in the hidden gem section is, for now, I've just called this a Bournemouth attacker uh, against Leeds. Very much on my radar. Your order of preference currently would clearly be Billing first, probably Tavernier second. And I've got my eye on Uatara if it looks likely he'll feature. Similarly with United, we've got a crunch game against Southampton to look forward to on Thursday night to see how they line up. If they continue with the back five or back three setup, um, it means that Uatara will probably continue to miss out. If they do revert to a back four, um, he could be someone that I'm penciling in for a waiver move on Friday morning. Now, in most hidden gem territory this week, I've got a couple to mention. The first is Buonanotti for Brighton. Ownership across all league sizes rounded to a single digit is 0%. That was his first start in midweek and it was a big share of confidence with many predicting Welbeck or Undav to start up front with Enkizio as a number 10. It makes the team selection interesting for the double game week but you'd expect to see him feature to some degree. Whether he'll start or not I'm not sure. It feels like him, Enkizio and Welbeck will possibly be competing for just the one spot. Ferguson is also due to make his return very soon too. Um, the problem is that Veltman being fit again has a knock-on effect for the rest of the starting eleven. because if Veltman comes in, then Gross can move back to central midfield. McAllister can move back up to uh, number 10. And with March and Matoma pretty much set on either side, that then just leaves the one position left for those names that I mentioned. So actually, the more I think about it, the less appealing Buonanotti seems to be. But I will finish by saying in that game against Forrest, he did have the highest expected goal involvement from all of the Brighton players involved at just under one. We are talking about 16-team leagues though, so if he was available and you didn't have to rely on him playing, he could be quite a nice wild card. Now, if you do need players and you do need starters, the other name I've mentioned, which is far less uh, entertaining, is Christensen for Leicester. Um, similar to Vukfaz, obviously the clean sheet potential here is about 36%. Leicester looked to be steadying the ship, and he did get an assist in game week 32 against Wolves at home. Um, it's been a long time since Leicester kept a clean sheet, though um, in fact they haven't kept one since Christiansen made his debut for Leicester, but I do think one is on the horizon. So that's it for this episode. A reminder that the waiver deadline is at 11am on Friday morning UK time, ahead of the Saturday lunchtime kickoff, which is Palace against West Ham. Now, due to all those extra fixtures, the uh, Game Week 34 games run over multiple days. There are games on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which my missus will be absolutely delighted about. Uh, and then a tight turnaround with the waivers on that following Friday ahead of a conventional 10-game round of fixtures. Now, you'd have seen last week that the site was, uh, was down temporarily, the global dashboard and personal dashboards. Um, had been affected by an update that has been resolved we've managed to temporarily patch that together but the updates and improvements that have been uh, being worked on and nearly finished in the background um, it's going to see an absolutely massive jump in the quality of what we offer um, so you'll have that to look forward to make sure to follow the pod on whichever platform you listen on so that you don't miss out on any episodes as they drop and head over to twitter and follow us at draft underscore fc uh, another way to keep up to date with all the comings and goings here and it's also the easiest way to reach out to us should you need to. So best of luck ahead of game week 34. Going to be a big week. There's going to be lots of movement up and down the leagues this week. 
Don't be afraid to drop that guy you've had all season. There isn't much time now to make your moves. And as always, until next time, stay shook. Sure.